like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holzman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new year of the Dude to Bet Sports show. We've taken a couple, well, about a week and a half off, Papa Dude, but we are back. Uh, the Dude to Bet Daily show's back. We got that going, and now we've got ours going back. Uh, how was the break? Well, it was kind of relaxing. A lot of stuff happened over the break that we didn't think was going to. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think the bowl games in college, which we'll talk about, is probably the best I've seen in a long time. There were some tremendous uh, bowl games, and now the NFL – what a weekend they've got coming up. There's a lot to be settled this weekend that we can talk about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the bowl games, uh, that's the thing we'll probably talk about first. An incredible semifinal. I mean, the best we've ever had, for sure. Both games coming down to the wire. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, how surprised you were that that happened because I was kind of surprised at least by one of them. Um, and then we'll talk about the national championship game in both uh, Division One and 1AA. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how those unfold as well. Uh, let's mention quickly, uh, because the news is good on DeMar Hamlin. If you watch the game on Monday night, of course, the game was suspended. DeMar Hamlin goes down with an, uh, you know, it looked like, you know, when you're watching it live, it's no big deal. It's like something, something happened to him, but you weren't really concerned. And then of course, as time goes on, it gets very concerning Basically, he took a blow to the chest and his heart, you know, kind of just stopped on him. Nine minutes of CPR. Like I said, the game was canceled. However, it sounds like he's doing better. He, uh, all signs are really positive today. The first day of really good news. It's kind of give me your overall thoughts on that whole situation. Well, I, I was not home. I went to a college basketball game and I got home right as they were postponing the game. So I didn't know anything. Yeah, it happened. I didn't check my phone or anything. So I when I was they were the, the fans were filing out. And to tell you the truth, my first thought was somebody shot somebody. That's that was my I didn't understand. I didn't know why the game had been. You know, I yeah, you just walked in and they were gone. In and, and Joe Buck was very somber. And yeah, anyway. uh, and then, of course, and I, I realized what had happened. And, uh, uh, you know, the. I thought the I thought Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were very very good. I thought uh, the the, the Gallops, uh, Lisa, what is it, Salter? I think her name is. Thought she was great down on the field. I thought Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Clark on uh, uh, ESPN did a great job. So I thought the coverage was really really good on all of it. And uh, you know a couple of things. I think this is and. and you know, we don't really know everything yet. They've been pretty hush-hush on all this, for, yeah. but from speculation from people, this is something that could have happened in a car wreck, yeah. a bicycle wreck, a line drive to the chest in baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, football's taken kind of a bad rap, you know, because a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't play football. This is what happens, blah, blah, blah. You can this is purely speculation because we don't know for sure what happened. But sounds like he just got hit in the right spot that caused him to stop breathing. And it's not just football, you know. 
And another point I would like to make, and I don't want, I mean, this was a tragic thing and, and so glad he's doing, seems to be doing, doing well. I sure hope so. But, you know, all the games that you and I have watched all over the years, have we ever seen this before? This is rare, don't you think? And, I mean, it's just something that happened. It just happened, and, and it could have happened anywhere. So it's so tragic. enough, I've never seen anything like this in football, but you and I both have in hockey, in hockey. and that's where my mind, once I finally got a grasp on what was going right. on, situation my mind flashed back to 1998 when chris pronger took a mm -hmm. puck right to the, to right. the chest Same. uh in detroit it was a playoff game uh it was game two of a second round series he took a he took a puck to the chest he took about two strides skating and he fell right to the ice this was almost identical the big difference was though they got chris pronger back going like that yeah. And yeah. with DeMar Hamlin, it took a lot of time and a lot yeah. of work to get kind of get him back going. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, in 1998, no social media, uh, right. hockey, it's the playoffs. Nobody really knew what exactly happened to Chris Pronger until well after. And believe it or not, guys, Chris Pronger played game three of that series. Yeah. Two nights later. We were um, at that game, remember? We were at game three of that series in 1998 against the Red Wings. And, uh, again, a hockey injury in the playoffs, nobody really knows what was going on or anything. And we didn't know if he'd play or not, but we really didn't take it that serious because we didn't know what had happened. No. Um, we just thought he went down. He got up pretty quickly after, mm -hmm. you know, considering what happened. Yeah. And, you know, I remember when they announced him as a starter and the place going crazy. Yeah, because we didn't know whether he was going to play or not. Nope. And then, you know, after the series was over, they come out and say exactly what happened. We're like, oh, yeah. my God. But, yeah, Chris Pronger got up and played, uh, and that's the big difference. Yeah, and I saw a replay of that on Twitter mm -hmm. or somewhere. And, and watching him go down and then watching DeMar go down, it's identical. It is. It Look, is. Exactly. They just staggered and fell. If you if you Google or uh, YouTube, you know, and, and again, he's completely fine. It's very scary, but he's fine. And he went on to play, like I said, two nights later. And, it, you know, at the end of the day, he's totally fine. But it was the same exact thing. It's that yeah. He really he literally just like DeMar, because when DeMar popped up and kind of took a step back and then he just went down. Same with Chris Pronger when that happened. He took a couple of strides with the skates and just went right down. Um, just like, you know, like he was, for lack of a better term, like he had been shot, you know, and um, again, to the big difference was Chris Pronger was fine very quickly. Whereas yes. this, this situation with DeMar, I mean, it, 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 when they came back from the second commercial, I had thought that he had passed away the way they were talking. Okay. So I didn't see that. So, so they came, but here's what happened. The, the first thing, Right when the injury happened with the commercial, to be completely honest, I didn't think of anything. I just thought, well, he got it. We've, got we've it. seen that before. hundred times. Yeah. Come back from the second one, and they're acting a little bit funny. And I thought, okay, this is a serious one. And they came back, and they went to another commercial. And they came back from that next one. All the players were, like, in tears. Mm -hmm. They were all, like, huddled around him. And I thought, oh, my God, like, this guy has passed away on the field. Like – it was the scariest moment. And for literally 10, 15 minutes felt like forever. That was just the, the, they didn't, they weren't saying it obviously, cause that, right. that didn't happen, but that was just the mindset of the tone of everybody's voice. I guess I should say is 
I don't think he's with us. But anyway, it's great news now, mm -hmm. you know, compared to that feeling right now. Yes. Uh, right, right when that happened. Yeah. Well, I, I got on, of course, later, and I've, I've heard uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck a million times do yeah. games and cover injuries of that sort, and I've never heard their voice crack. Me neither. Like it was, and and you know, you know, they're both pros. I don't care whether you like them or not. They're they're pros at what they do, and they were really good. I I thought they were great, and Lisa Salter was too down on the field. I, I saw her after the game Shit. on ESPN. She was great. Her report live really was okay. Like, oh, I didn't God. see that. So. Yeah, she was very distraught. Yeah. They could barely get through what they were saying at That's times. True. That's true. And it would, yeah, I thought they handled it extremely well. Uh, and then, you know, some people blaming T. Higgins on the hit. Come on, get a life. Get a life, people. You just want to gripe about stuff if you're griping about that. that was there, there was nothing to that. Honestly, if you're doing anything other than just worrying about this guy's health, get a life. I mean, there's That's nobody exactly. to blame for this. Oh. You know, it happens. Like like you said, it could have happened. It, it, it's, it's such a freak accident yeah. that happened, basically. Um, he, a lot of people are mad at the NFL. Look. They canceled the game, and that's all that matters. You know, I know they, oh, they should have done it quicker. I agree, but they canceled it. And you know what? It had never happened before. And they, no. I think there was some. Hey, we don't know what to do here. I think they did too. And 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 you're not trained for that. And you know, heads uh, hats off to the two coaches. Uh, they were fantastic during this whole thing. Uh, the bonding of the players. You know, it is a big fraternity of sorts. You know, they're all in this together. And I've heard a lot of players talking about how in the back of your mind you know this can happen to you when you play football but you don't ever think it's going to yeah. you know and that's kind of the way it is with life you know you never you know in the back of your head when you get in that car and you're going down the interstate you could have a wreck yeah. but it never enters your head it never you know ever occurs to you that something might happen and this is kind of what happened. It was kind of a freakish thing. And what we don't know yet is maybe he has some sort of a heart condition of some kind, maybe that made it worse. Mm -hmm. You don't know. You don't know that. It's probably this is a freakish thing that happened. Yeah. Lastly, on that subject, that's a good kind of lead into what I was going to say. The only other time that something like this similar to happen, once again, it was hockey. And once again, it's St. Louis Blues. And it was yeah. Jay Bodemeister. That was scary. Uh, yeah, this was a non-contact thing. If you go look up Jay Bowmeister, and again, he's fine. It's not a, you know, it's not. A, it was scary at the time, but he's fine. He skates off the ice. He sits on the bench, and he goes down. Just it's just identical to what these guys. Absolutely. And with Jay, there was no contact, but they found out he had a little problem, and uh, you know, he never came back to play. Uh, but uh, he's he's fine, and they got it all worked out. And you never know. I mean, uh, Demar might have something like that that maybe could. Could. Kind of made it worse, or it could have just been a Chris Pronger situation, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and you know, I was watching that night, and uh, I'll never forget Darren Pang. And yeah. I think you were watching at the same time because we were texting back and forth. Yeah. When Darren came on, and Darren Pang is the color man for the the Blues, and he was right down. He's usually down on the ice doing the color from right by the bench. Yeah, he sits right in the middle of the benches. Right. And he was there and saw the whole thing. And, and they broke for commercial a couple of times. And then he came back on. And I thought he had died. Mm -hmm. 
by the way Darren Payne was talking, I thought, oh my God, he has died. It was a, that was as scary as I've ever been at one, uh, you know, because I didn't see this whole thing transpired yeah. the other night. But I witnessed the whole thing in that one and that. When Darren Payne came on and couldn't hardly talk, and the news wasn't that bad, but it, it had hit him so hard because he watched the whole thing. And it is very scary when that happens. And, and what you're describing is exactly what happened at an NFL game almost to a T. You know, uh, it's the same kind of thing. You come back and people that usually are happy, joyous, upbeat, are just just shook emotionally, something uh, terrible. And, yeah, it, it, again, that was a really scary night, and it reminded me so much of this. And like I said, the, the Pronger thing in 1998, you never got real scared because he popped right back up very quickly. And you knew he was injured, and it wasn't just minor but at the same time popped up he's off the ice the game gets keeps going and it's like yeah i wasn't really scared but those that that football game uh was terrifying and so was that night Easter uh went down for the blues just with no contact sit down so remember um, yeah go ahead well i'll just say the the bottom line is the news is better today very encouraging news absolutely I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, the kid's going to be fine, but it sounds like he is making very, very good improvements, and that's that's the bottom line. That's, that's all you can ask for, and uh, yeah. he's young, and, you know, that's good. I remember one time, just real quick to sum this up, I was at a high school graduation. This was about 10, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. and the gym was – it was in a gym, small town, uh, and the gym was packed as high school graduations are, and it was about 15 minutes before the senior class – walked in and the ceremony began. It was just before that. And pretty soon it's heard this hush and three rows behind me, a guy had collapsed. Didn't know him from Adam. had no personal connections whatsoever. And it was an extremely scary situation because you didn't know who the guy was, but three rows behind you, you're watching them give him CPR Yeah, and put the, uh, defibrillators on him, whatever you call them, uh, whatever, AFibs on him, and shock him back. And it took them, oh, four or five minutes, but they got him back. And it was a very, very scary thing. So that, that, that you know, that kind of remind me a little bit of that, that night too. You don't know the person at all, but you're, you're just terrified that you, you may watch a guy die right there. You know, it's, it's not good. I mean, different circumstances, but the same same yep. thing, right? I mean, some person you don't know who's sitting there right in front of your eyes, you yeah. can't do anything about it, Mm-mm. and you're just sitting there hoping for good news. And that's what it's been ever since Monday for the sports world. It's just sitting around and hope for good news, and it's been very quiet, but, you know, I think they've handled it well. They didn't come out and speculate anything, tell mm-hmm. us a bunch of things that might yeah. not be true to try to brush the story. Patient, and now we're getting some good stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully the good news continues. That's right. That's kind of the way I'll sum it up. All right. Wanted to talk about it. Hadn't really talked about it yet. Did want to talk about that before we move on. Let's move on to the sports world here in college football. Much easier to kind of make that transition when you have good news uh, like you've had. So uh, thankful for that once again. Let's talk about what happened in the semifinal games. Then we'll talk about the national championships uh, in both FCS and FBS. Let's start with the Ohio State-Georgia game. I, I thought this was just a fantastic game. It was. I, I guess I'll start. How surprised were you that Ohio State, they they pretty much stood toe-to-toe with Georgia this whole game? I was surprised. I really was. Um, 
I thought Georgia would be too physical for him, you know, and manhandle him somewhat. But uh, Georgia didn't have an answer. And C.J. Stroud was fantastic yeah. in this game. And really, Georgia was fortunate to win. They really were. Um, heck of a game. Ohio State gave it everything they had. You know, unfortunately, they missed the field goal there at the end. Uh, yeah, it was just – it was a shocker. It really was. Both of these games were, for that matter. But I, I was probably less shocked by the one we'll talk about next. But just because I, I'd seen what we had – the TCU-Michigan game was first, and it's like, oh, Michigan, they're not that good, I don't think. And so then you look, it's like, oh, my God, Ohio State has to play Georgia. Michigan dominated Ohio State. Yeah. I watched this game and I thought, how did Ohio State get dominated by Michigan? It's funny. I don't know either. I don't, Is it just a matchup situation? I think it was a mistake by the Ohio State defensive staff for crowding the line of scrimmage and daring Michigan to throw deep. Yeah. And that's where they blew the game open. They made a lot of big plays on them and blew the game open. I think they goofed on that. I don't know. That's something I can explain. The thing that Ohio State had going for them against Georgia is they do they can move the ball. You know, they can throw the ball. And um, Georgia doesn't see a ton of that. So, but they did manhandle Tennessee, and Tennessee can throw it. So this was a this was a surprise, and maybe Georgia's not as good as they were last year. I don't think that's even debatable. I don't think they're quite as good. They may not be, but boy, I didn't see this coming still. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. You know, Tennessee came to Georgia, and they were absolutely rolling, and Georgia yep. shut the door on them. They did. And I just kept thinking, okay, Ohio State's kind of got them a little bit on their heels, but they're yep. going to turn this game around and dominate. They never did. Good. And it took a missed field goal, or yep. Ohio State would be in the national championship. That's right. Could they have overlooked them? Maybe. And Maybe Ohio State really was the second best team in the country. And maybe they just, for whatever reason, just don't match up with Michigan because the athletes I saw in this game looked a little better than the athletes I saw in the next game. Let's get to it. TCU defeats Michigan 51 to 45. One of the best college football games I've ever watched. This was fantastic. I was not shocked that TCU was able to play with them. I thought they could hang with them. Didn't think they'd beat them. They did. Um, what were your thoughts on this one? Well, Michigan gave the game away. You know, like yeah, yeah, they did. It felt like two teams that were pretty evenly matched, but Michigan made all the mistakes. They made all the mistakes, especially early in the game. Yeah. And yeah. it, it got behind what 21 to 3, I think. And I don't care who you are. Uh, that's hard to come back from 21 to 3. And they instituted most of these mistakes themselves. You know, some, some sloppy play calling, just a pick six, just a lot of goofy things they did that they don't normally do. So I think they gave the game away, but you got to give TCU tremendous amount of credit. They went toe to toe with them. They weren't, they're not afraid of anybody. And, uh, you know, people go, well, they're lucky. Yes, they are. They have been very fortunate, but you know what? Good teams are fortunate and they've made a lot of these plays themselves. And uh, I wouldn't sell them short. In this game coming up, you know, you know, a lot of people I've talked to go, well, their their luck's going to run out sooner or later. Well, it hasn't yet. Well, it did in the Big Twelve Championship game. They weren't very lucky in that one. Yeah. 
but just a tremendous effort. And you know, I they they're just tough, but you, they've got skill. Their skill people are good. Their receivers, their running back, and Dugan is a is a Baker Mayfield type, you know. And you play well for guys like that. And my hat's off to them. I'm with you. I I, I thought, boy. You know, there were some times where it's like, uh-oh, this is where they're going to fold because Michigan's making a big run, and yeah, they didn't fold. They nope. just kept going, and I think they deserve a lot more credit maybe than what they're getting I for that too. reason right there. They, There were some times where it got a little sketchy, and they just kept going, and I think I think they deserve a ton of credit for it. I, I thought they played uh, a really, you know, tough game, and they just kept making big plays with that offense. Um, and listen – the better you are, the more lucky you get. I've learned that over the years, no matter if we're talking sports or business or whatever. The, the better you are, the harder you work, the more lucky you end up getting a lot of times. So Yeah. Um, they remind me so much of the 2000 Oklahoma team that yeah. won it all. Yeah. Uh, I think TCU's maybe eked out a few more games than OU did. You know, you dominated early kind of had to hang on towards the end when Heupel got hurt and nobody knew it. Uh, their offense kind of bogged down, but they remind me a lot of them. They're, they're just, they, they just refuse to lose. You know, they believe in themselves and they just keep going. So just a great story. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Sydney said she never saw either snap or the new year's Eve games. Uh, it sucks. They'd be better playing on Monday. I totally, I hate the new year's Eve time slot. Um, I watch them, but I get why it's very inconvenient. And at times, I kind of sacrifice doing other things to watch these, and I shouldn't have to do that. I I thought this was a I thought I thought I thought from since the beginning this is a stupid time. I, I do too, and and it, it is. It's your showcase, and you do it on a night when people are celebrating, or the you know, or people like me. We don't go out very late because we don't want to be on the roads late, mm-hmm. but we go out and eat. So the, the the TCU Michigan games right in the middle of when we went out to eat. So I missed a lot of it because I was doing the husbandly thing. So, you know, we had a good time and all that. It is dumb, you know, and, and New Year's falling on Sunday messes things up. Yeah. For everything, because here's the Rose Bowl on Monday, January 2nd. And that's not right either. You know, I kept thinking – the NFL going to play on Saturday, so college football can have Sunday. So what I, you know, because I hadn't really looked at the schedule, but it was all messed up. It really was. That these these games now have been on New Year's Eve for how long? It's been several years, and I don't know why they do that. I agree with Cindy completely, and we're going to get into her game here in a little while, which is even dumber. Mm-hmm. So yeah, scheduling wise, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, Russ says he was very impressed with TCU. Wasn't that impressed with Georgia? For some reason, my mind is still telling me to bet Georgia. Uh, you know, Jason saying he's hoping the TCU makes a game out of it. Hate to see two amazing semifinals and then a dud championship game. I think that's the sentiment from a lot of people. Um, Jason also thinks when they expand the playoffs, we're going to see more upsets like Tennessee over Michigan. I totally agree with that. You do. Um, a lot of times what you see is one or two way, way, way really good teams. And then three through 12, you could kind of interchange mm-hmm. um, from there. 
Jeffrey Johns in says Georgia is not as good as they were last year. Had many games where they struggled in the first half, only to wear the opposition down in the second half. OSU is probably talking about Ohio State. It's probably the equivalent of Georgia. Um, yeah, I think we kind of saw it, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So go ahead. Well, I was going to say, let's talk about the game, the big game okay. here, TCU okay. and Georgia. Georgia's a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. It's a big-time point spread, right, for a national championship game. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think you have to pick Georgia to win the game. Mm -hmm. You have to. They're number one. They're undefeated, and, and they play in a tough conference. All of, all of the variables point to them to win. 12-and-a-half, yeah. I think it's too much. Um. I be, and, and the reason I say this is TCU, I believe, is good enough offensively to keep the game close. I think their offensive scheme is going to give Georgia some problems because they have great athletes on offense. The problem is going to be can they hold Georgia down because Georgia's got a quarterback that is very, very underrated. Yes. This guy's pretty darn good. And isn't it funny how – because he wasn't a big-time recruit, he doesn't get the recognition some of these other guys do, but all he does is win every game he plays, just about. I think he's lost one game yeah. as a starter. So that's going to be the key. Can TCU stop Georgia enough to win? I, I don't think they can. I think the problem is going to be Georgia – will be able to run a pretty basic offense and be able to dominate them up front. And that's the worry. I'm with you. I think TCU moves the ball. Oh, and I think TCU will be able to block them, and I think they'll be able to get open, and I think they'll be able to move it some, but I don't think it's going to be enough. For example, TCU had to score 51 to beat Michigan. Yeah. Uh, they're not getting 51 against Georgia. I'm sorry. I would be shocked if they do. Yeah. I if think they give up 45 to Georgia, they're going to lose like 45 gonna, to 24, I'm afraid. That, and Georgia's going to cover. Yeah. If they give up 45. Because I think they have to win this game 31-28, something like that. 35. Yeah, I think they can do it. I don't either, but that point spread is a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other thing is if Georgia plays a clean game, you know, they don't fumble. They don't have interceptions. They don't have dumb penalties, stuff like that. I, I think they're going to win. Yeah. So you've got to pick them. I just I don't have the guts to pick against them. I just don't. I, I yeah. hope TCU wins, but I, I just can't pick them. Uh, Jason says, what scenario would you see uh, Would you see the game play out? One, TCU hangs first half and then Georgia pulls away. Two, Georgia takes a lead and TCU gets the back door. Or three, it's close all the way out of those three. Hmm. Well, I would probably – I don't think it's two. I would probably go one if I had to pick one of them. I would go one, yeah. I could see TCU hanging with them for a while and then Georgia pulls away. That, yeah. that and that may be where they cover. Yeah. A late cover because then, you know, TCU may have to take some chances. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I I don't know if we're giving TCU enough credit. You know, it's hard to do it. Here's the reason: they're TCU. You know, would we be saying this if this was Texas, not Texas of now, but Texas of old, or Oklahoma? 
would we be saying these kind of things? I don't think we would. Probably not. No. And that's the that's the thing. It's hard for us to accept the fact that TCU's in the national championship game. Yeah. I mean, I can't wrap myself around it either. Yeah. And I'm we watched it all year. We're Big 12 fans and we watched it all year and we still don't think they're as good as, as they are. Right. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. It's it's that it's that name brand. But you know, Vegas, they don't really care a ton about that, and they've still got this at twelve, so twelve and a half. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um to be fair though, I, I did not think TCU would beat Michigan. Um no. What was it? Like nine? I think it was yeah, it was single digits, but it was yeah. up pretty high. And yeah, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know I know a lot of guys picked the uh the uh underdogs plus the points mm-hmm. in both games and they, they came away in good shape. So they did. Let's talk about the FCS game because this might be the best college football game uh we'll see all year. It's got a chance to be mm-hmm. North Dakota State versus South Dakota State. One o'clock on Sunday. I have no idea why this game is being played on Sunday on at one o'clock uh, with NFL on, but that's a different topic. Huge rivalry. South Dakota State was able to beat North Dakota State the first time. They're a five-point favorite here. What do you think about this one? I can't wait. I will definitely be watching this game. There's no way I will miss this game if unless something happens and I'm not home. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. I would love to get inside the heads of the NCAA and say, why are you playing this on Sunday? Why don't you play it Saturday night? I don't know. Or Friday night or Saturday afternoon. you got two pro games on Saturday. That's it. You could play this at 1. I think the first pro game's at 3, 3.15, something like that, and you have a night game. This is nuts to go head-to-head with the NFL on a huge weekend for the NFL, and I don't understand it. But if you follow this division, and I I don't follow it that close, but I do follow North Dakota State and South Dakota State. These are two premier teams year after year after year. They're big-time rivals. They're in the same conference. They play each other every year. This is going to be a fantastic football game. And I don't think North Coast State's as good as they have been. I don't. And I'm kind of with Curtis on this. But if you pick against North Dakota State, you better beware. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm picking North Coast State plus the five. Uh, I, I, I like them plus five. By the way, you look at these records, North Dakota State 12 and 2. They lost to Division One Arizona by three mm-hmm. points and to South Dakota State by two points. Mm-hmm. South Dakota State 13 and 1. Their loss was to Division One Iowa by right. four points. So both games against those Division One teams, they could have easily won if, if they just made a play, got a break, whatever. Yeah. So that being said, that just shows you just how darn good uh these two teams are. These are two teams, if you put them in the Sun Belt, Conference USA, maybe even the Mountain West, where they would get, they would be D1 and they get the extra scholarships that D1 schools have, they would compete right now in those leagues. There's no doubt about it. 
Yep. You give them an extra, I think they get like 60 scholarships and D1 gets 85, I think. Somewhere in that ballpark. You give them 20, 25 more players and they're playing D1, they beat a lot of D1 football teams. They are that good. Yeah. And the other night I watched the entire North Dakota State Incarnate Word semifinal game. That was a tremendous football game. <laughs> it was awesome. So Curtis is in the chat here, and he's against the expansion of the playoff. Uh, and he said, I love that people want to expand turning and FBS so they can end up with the same championship, a uh, champion and same three or four teams in it every year. Here's the deal. You have, I mean, yeah, you might, but you might not either. Incarnate word had every chance to beat North Dakota state. They were just yes. as good as North Dakota state. Where? Uh, the other thing is every single sports league has a playoff. Every one of them. Mm -hmm. And it's more than four in almost every one of them. Go down to your little league, you know, nine-year-olds. They've got eight teams probably in the playoff. Yeah, you might get the same teams, but at least you know for a fact they are the top four teams. I don't know for a fact that the, the, the four teams that were in that playoff were the top four teams. Right. As a matter of fact, after watching Alabama – not so sure they may not have been the second best team. And you know what? When you extend the playoffs, at least they get their yeah, chance. Better chance. Yeah. Um, a team like Tulane would love to see them have a chance to actually win the national title. Mm -hmm. And you know what makes college basketball awesome? A team like Tulane has a chance. They do. They may not get there. They have a chance. A team like Tulane in college football has no chance under the current system. At least they get the shot. And you know what makes college basketball awesome? St. Peter's going on a run. That's right. For college football for a hundred plus years has never given that an opportunity. Right. It could have happened. Think about Boise State the year they were so good. It could have happened. Think about Tulane. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Right. At least having that shot at it is what makes college football awesome. And so, yeah, we might get the same same three four teams, but some years we might not, and that's what makes it awesome. Yeah. I mean, we get the same three or four teams under the format we're using right now. Yeah. Pretty much, don't we? I just – I don't I don't understand the logic uh, that, that we shouldn't expand it. What, and, and another thing, thing, say we get the same four teams. Okay, but we also get extra games, really good games. We got North Dakota State. Okay, great. One of the best college football games I've seen all year. Was mm -hmm. North Dakota State Incarnate Word? It was fantastic. It was one. It was fantastic, and we got that. Why? Because there was a playoff system. Because yep. we didn't just say, "Well, Vegas likes this team and this team, so they should play." I mean, if you're against it, that's fine. But that's yeah. my reasoning for it. What? Well, let's, pretend, I, I, let's pretend we like uh, to. We're we're a Tulane t uh, fan or a Boise State fan. What's the point? We can win our conference and go play a meaningless bowl, bowl game. Mm -hmm. 12 team playoff, we might go win the national championship. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other thing for that I don't understand why people get all upset because the same team's in it every year. Why don't somebody go beat their ass? Somebody go beat their ass. If you're if you're if you're tired of seeing them, get better. Beat them. The story of this game, North Dakota State has won nine of the last eleven championships. Alabama hadn't done that. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who has. 
at this level? The, the biggest thing to me is you get more college football games. Did you guys enjoy the playoffs this year, <laughs> those two games? Yeah. I agree. I mean, we're going to get more games against marquee teams, something we begged for. Please play out-of-conference games early in the year. You're going to get them under this format. I mean, I think it's going to be great. I, I, I do too. But back to this game here. If you want to watch pure football, there's no NIL bullshit in this to right. speak. Oh, yeah. yeah, They're not playing for money for the most part. Right. They're playing because they represent their school. And that's what it's all about. And this will be a war. It yep. will be a war. It's two teams that hate each other. And it's going to be an event. And I really believe South Dakota State may be better than they are this year. But if you bet against North Dakota State and you lose, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, North Dakota State plus the five. Maybe South Dakota State beats them. I'll take North Dakota State plus the five. It's not very often, maybe never, you get North Dakota State at plus money. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think they were a one-point favorite against Arizona. I think they were, yeah. Yeah. The, and, and, and it's an amazing thing because you've got two schools here that have no recruiting base. Zero. How many play? I'm, I'm wondering how many high schools there are in both of these states put together. I mean, there's not very many. There's, no, there's not a lot of people that live in North Dakota and South Dakota. So they go out and get these players. They put them in a system. And by the way, North Dakota, I don't know about South Dakota State, but North Dakota State's in about their fifth coach during this run. It doesn't matter who coaches them. They just plug somebody in. They keep the system, and away they go. Yeah. It's I an know. amazing thing. Yeah. Curtis is talking about these guys are going to opt out even when they're in the playoff. Uh, here's the weird thing that I noticed this year that I'm, I'm just shocked about. The games that had an a lot of opt-outs, these bowl games, they were still good games. Like, was I was not really fired up, and I'm with Kurt. Like, I hate it. Like It's like mm -hmm. this. No doubt. They ended up being really good games. I was shocked by that. Yeah, and, and I'm with you, Curtis. This this stuff of opting out of bowl games and, and not finishing your career, I am dead set against it. It's I, But I don't know what you do about it. I, I don't know. Uh, it's ruined college uh, football. It's ruined it for me personally. Uh, I, I This was something that was unheard of, unheard of five years ago. Yeah. You played your final game. You, you wore that uniform for the last time. They don't care anymore. Yeah, it's not a thing. But you got to remember, they can have an agent now. They got agents talking to their parents, mm -hmm. talking to their dad. Talk. They're in their ear. They're advising them to do this. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. No, there's not. But at least we did get some good bowl games out of it. I mean, most of these yeah. games, the less. You even mentioned the Tulane game. Yeah, Tulane USC was a great game. Uh, listen. I thought OU Florida State was a great game. It was a fantastic game. And I was, uh, you know, proud of OU. Yeah. And they played their tail ends off with a lot of guys opting out. Good wins as far as I'm concerned. So Kansas and Arkansas was a oh, great game. game. Yeah. 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 Well, that was, I, you know, that happened so long ago that you kind of forget that one. Yep. Uh, in a, in a, I didn't 
you know, it didn't mean anything, but the drama around Mississippi State, that game was good. The way they won that at the end was really cool. Yeah. One for Mike Leach, it was great. And the tributes that everybody did for Leach, you know, most, most teams had some sort of a tribute for him, I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if they don't put this guy in the College Football Hall of Fame, it's a crime. I know. I agree. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a fun bowl season. We got one big one left. Hopefully it's a fun game. Like I said, I think it's 50-50 how that goes. On yeah, that. We'll All right. Let's go to the NFL where they have a playoff, uh, interesting enough. And we'll go Great. to the 18. And uh, we got big games that matter for the playoffs that kind of oh, make, yeah. make for some fun games. Uh, we're going to go through it here. I'll kind of mention the playoff implications as we go and pick these week 18 games. We'll start off with Saturday's games, the Chiefs and the Raiders. It's strange. I guess the Chiefs, I don't really know how they're going to decide this number one seed, but the Chiefs need to win for sure. They're nine and a half point favorites. They never cover, but can they cover against the Raiders this weekend? You know, I don't know what they're going to do on this either because it's not Buffalo's fault that they didn't play that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see any way they can make that game up. It's interesting because at first it it definitely was like it doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. This guy may lose his life. But now that the as the news gets better and like he's gonna be okay, it kind of starting to slowly shift to what in the hell are they gonna do about this? Yeah. You know? The only scenario I could see they could do is wait and see what happens this weekend, because it may not mean anything. As the Bills might lose. And the Chiefs might lose. One or the other one might lose, and it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good point there, too, Dave. Yeah. Uh, yes. Here's something they could think about doing. I don't think they will. They could go ahead and play this weekend's games. And let's say both the Chiefs and Bills win. And the Bengals are involved in some of this, too, with uh, Baltimore. Well, not no, they're not because they, they, yeah, they could. No, they couldn't. Anyway, they could play the Bills in Cincinnati next week mm-hmm. and push the playoffs back a week because remember, you have two weeks between the Super Bowl and the championship round. Yeah, they could push that to just one week between that. That would be the only thing I could see they could do. Now, I don't think they'll do that. But I don't know why we have two weeks between the Super Bowl and the championship round anyway. That is something they could do. Now, to me, and Chiefs fans aren't going to like this, I think because the Bills beat the Chiefs head-to-head in the regular season, if they both win Sunday, I, they may give it to the Bills. They might do that. Yeah, that's very possible. They might be waiting to see – Okay, let's see what happens this weekend. Like, you know, what if the Chiefs lose? Well, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, could be waiting for that as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, the division, they're, they're okay there. But second seed, third seed, that was that's very much up in the air as well. It so. is. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, back to the game here. I've taken the Raiders plus nine and a half. <laughs> I'll take the Raiders as well. Yeah, I'll never, I'm never picking the Chiefs to cover. No. No. The thing is, I th- I fully expect the Raiders to play a heck of a game. Really? I do. I think they're going to play their butts off. Yeah. I do. 
Well, we'll see what happens. I, I'll take him plus the nine and a half. I think Chiefs obviously win the game. This is the big one. This is for the division. The Titans go to the Jaguar. Jaguar surging. Titans falling. I mean, yep. three falling. Jacksonville six and a half point favorite here at home. Uh, what do you think? Well, I mean, how can you expect Tennessee to go win? Yeah. Just don't know how you can. You've lost six in a row. You lost to Houston at home, a game you absolutely had to have. You couldn't win it. Jacksonville's playing great. The only thing I can see here is if Jacksonville chokes. Yep. They could choke. If Tennessee wins, they're in. It's that simple. Even though they'll both have the same record, they they win the tiebreaker. Yep. So they are in. Jacksonville could still get in. I mean, I've got this written down here. They could still get in. If the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Steelers all lose, they could still get in. So six and a half, I don't think they win by six and a half. Uh, You sound like you're on the same page as Sydney. Jags win. They don't cover. I'm kind of with you. And, Curtis, I was just getting ready to break the news. It just came through my phone. Texas has fired Chris Beard, uh, head coach there, the head men's basketball coach. Uh, as he is facing a felony charge for domestic violence. So Chris Beard fired from Texas. And oddly enough, about a month ago, I called Chris Beard the best college basketball coach in the country, and he's just been fired. Here's the thing, fellas. Don't hit your wife. Don't hit a woman. Ever. Stupidity. It's just not – it's just not right. It's not right. Goodbye, Chris. You're done. Yeah. Uh, I think from a, I know Russ is an Arkansas fan. I am a Oklahoma fan. You're an Oklahoma fan as well. Uh, it's like great because I thought Texas would be a powerhouse under Chris oh, Beard. <laughs> so, great coach. Yeah. He's great. great uh, wonder if Oklahoma has any problem. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> unless you're Chad Brown. If you're Chad Brown, you can get away with it. Chad Brown is not a coach at a big university. It's That's too the crazy though that Chad Brown got away with it and, and nothing happened to him. Well, <laughs> you're right. In this day and age, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it really is pretty incredible when you think about it. It is. But, uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. the person he was defending himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dana White, that's another another good one as well. Yeah. Uh, Chris Beard, future West Virginia basketball coach. That's hilarious, baby. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Get this. Uh, get the rest of these over with here before we before we get out of here. Uh, Buccaneers, they win the division. They got they got it done last week, so they are the division winners. They'll probably rest this week at Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, that's why Atlanta is a four point favorite here. Any interest uh, with these kind of games? Is it's just I don't care. You don't bet those. Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, uh, but Tampa got the job done, and I don't know how, but they did. <laughs> so you got to give them credit for winning a couple of games they shouldn't. I what a game Brady had the other day. He was he was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it came down to. He just willed them to victory, basically. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it's it's incredible. If I, I I wonder if Carolina just would have fired the coach, right? But not given up and traded their good players. Yeah. Would they have won this division? They probably would have. Yeah. So pretty, pretty incredible to think about that as well. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Patriots and Bills, big game. Patriots can make the playoffs, will make the playoffs, should say, with a win. The Bills have still got the weird situation of, well, well let's 
first to you know their their, their fellow player. Right. What happened to them? How can they be ready? And then the weird situation of are we going to be the one seed even if we win? What's going to happen? Um, interesting game here. Bills are a seven point favorite. With everything that's going on, what do you what do you think about this? There's a ton of distractions. Yeah, uh, they are very well coached. Uh, I think Sean McDermott is one of the best, yeah. and you know I think he can mesh this all together. Uh, with the news being good, that's that's a plus. They're playing New England. They hate them. Uh, yeah, it, but there's so many distractions. I don't think they practiced yesterday. I don't think they did. I think they had a team meeting. I think I read that somewhere. So they probably practiced today. Uh, you got to get take your hat off to New England. I don't know how they have a chance to even be in the playoffs, but they do. Yeah. I don't think they beat Buffalo. I think the Bills are going to come out inspired and play pretty well in this one. So I, I, I think they win. It's I do too. Um, I just got to go with the better team. They're a yeah. much better team, and I just got to lean on them. I tell you what, though, I'll take New England plus seven. Uh, but I do think Buffalo finds a way to get it done. I think they re-rally. I, I really do. I think that's where – with these situations, it goes one way or the other, right? Like they come out and they're just not ready or they come out and they're inspired. And I think they'll be ready. You never really know until that game kicks off. We'll see. All right. Uh, Vikings against the Bears here. Vikings seven and a half point favorite. Bears are not playing uh, Justin Fields. So, I mean, I think the Vikings get it done. What do you think? Uh, they're not playing very well either, but I think they do. Um, still means a little bit to them if the 49ers lose. Mm-hmm. There'll be two instead of three, uh, but I don't think you bet this game either. <laughs> I'd stay away from it. Yeah, these Week 18 games are a little bit tricky when it comes to that. What kind of effort will the Bears put out? Can the Bears, you know, possibly get the, the number one choice? They lose. I I think the Vikings win. I, I think it'll be pretty easily here, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if the Vikings uh where they land. It'll be By the way, I don't I don't know whether you've heard this, Aaron. Maybe you have. This came on my phone that uh, Demar is able to communicate by writing. Have you seen yes. that? Okay. Yes, I, I actually just got that alert as well. Yeah. And he, he first question he wrote was who won the Monday night game. So correct. This yes. is fantastic. I mean, that means his brain's okay. It it the news. Again, I don't want to like make light of it and, right. and try to say this isn't still serious because it is. Yeah, the news compared to where we were when that happened to now is is almost incredible. Yeah. Um. I, I again, and I you don't with these situations you never want to. I guess get your hopes up or or, or you know get, get too happy about it because you just never know. But the news is really really good. Well, I mean, uh, one of the big obstacles was was his brain going to be okay because he'd lost oxygen to the brain for a certain period of time. And if he's able to, to write and his brain and think like that, his brain's in good shape. So that's fantastic news. Yeah. yeah, That's very good news indeed. And, and uh, like I said, you know, it's unbelievable sports. You know, we, we got a sports show here. We're trying to talk about betting and, it just keeps coming up because yeah. that just really stopped all of us for a while. Yes. And, and rightfully so. I mean, it yeah. was just a very traumatic thing, but yeah, great, great news on that as well, yeah. for sure. Um, all right. 
let's keep going. Uh, where was I? Okay, Ravens and the Bengals. It's a pretty big game here. Uh, Cincinnati seven-point favorite. It's odd because I was watching that game and I was thinking to myself, my God, Cincinnati looks good. They are hitting their stride. And then that happened. Now, how does this affect the Bengals? That's another That's a good question. Question mark. Um, how will they come out and play here? I think they're seven points better than the Ravens. Oh, I do too. Just look at it on paper. Yeah, I do too. The Ravens have a way of playing people close, though. Uh, is Lamar out? Yes. Okay. I, I don't see any way they win. And that, you know, how would it affect the Bengals? You would think they would be okay. You would think they would mm-hmm. uh, be able to get over that because that wasn't their teammate. I mean, I know they saw it and everything, but you would think they would be able to bounce back a little bit better than the Bills. So I think they cover this and go on. Uh, and they you know, still have an outside shot at the number one seed, I guess, if the Chiefs yeah, and Bills lose. In some ways, yes. Uh, yeah. Boy, that if, if the Chiefs lose, that really – Oh God! I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. We'll we'll let them work. That's above our pay. They're gonna lose. Really good game here. The Texans, oh, yeah. Texans and the Colts. Uh, the Texans did have not quit. I'll give them that. No, the they have quit. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis two and a half point favorite, but the Texans need to lose because they have the number one draft pick. They lose. <laughs> so a team has quit versus a team that has fought it. That just has no talent. But the team that's fighting it really needs to lose. <laughs> What's going to happen in this one? Is there a clear number one, though? Uh, uh, well, I think – I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, there's that's not – I'd rather have it. Well, yeah, but one or two, it's a difference, really. Yeah. Uh, if you bet this game, you are nothing but a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would take the Texans, I think. Well, Jason says Texas owner said, win this game and you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's uh, I don't know. I'll take I, the Colts because I just think they're going to take it. I really do. <laughs> All right, let's go on. Jets and Dolphins, big game here uh, for the Dolphins because if they – even though they have just been whew, really bad – if they can win and then get the New England, uh, the Patriots to lose, they're mm-hmm. still in good shape here. Uh, what do you think, Dolphins, Jets? Uh, Jets are a one-point favorite in this game. I, I don't think so. I'm going Dolphins. I think they win this. Now, if it was in New York, I would go the other way. But I think the Dolphins are going to regroup and win it. They all only need to win and New England lose. They don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. So, uh I'm going to take them to win this one because it's at home. I think they pull it out. I kind of think they're going to win as well. Um, I, I kind of think somehow they're going to end up in the playoffs because I just don't think New England's going to win. Um, so, yeah, but listen, it's I think it's a toss-up game. I, I will take the Dolphins, though. I think, I think they still are good enough to beat the Jets who have kind of tanked it. Um, so, all right, let's move on to another game that is meaningless. Panthers and the Saints. Who do you like here? Saints are three and a half point favorite. Again, why would you bet this? I mean, yeah. you have no idea what the motivation is. There, yeah. What is it? Yeah. There's zero. I just go with the home team. That's all I do. Yeah, I think the Saints doesn't really matter. Game does yeah. not matter one bit. No. This one does because if the Dolphins lose and the Patriots lose, and let's face it, could happen. Two very possible things. Mm-hmm. 
The Steelers, who we thought might be the worst team in the league, they've got a shot to make the playoffs. they got to beat the Browns and then hope for two losses. Steelers are a two-and-a-half-point favorites. Browns played pretty well last week. Maybe they're you know, kind of getting their um, you know, criminal quarterback going a little bit. <laughs> They'll be ready to play. This is a big game. Don't oh, think the Browns are going to come in here and not be ready. They're ready to go. Can the Steelers beat the Browns? That's the first step. Two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Steelers. Yeah, we talked about this on the uh, – uh, what do we call it? Uh, the Daily Show today. The job that Mike Tomlin has done at Pittsburgh. Because we did, and when we were going over the preseason, we thought this might be a three-win team, four-win team. We didn't see how they could win more than four. Yeah. And they've won eight. Uh, they didn't get off to a very good start, but they've just gotten better and better and better. I love their quarterback, uh, Pickett. I think he's he's playing again, and he's he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And they're they've got skill. The Browns are dangerous. They're just dangerous. Uh, these are the kind of games they kind of win. I'm pulling for Pittsburgh, and I'm not a Steelers fan, but I'm going to take them. They're at home, big game. I think they're going to win it. Yep, I'm with you. I'm going to go the Steelers as well. They they showed a lot of guts coming from behind to beat Baltimore. Last week, I don't think they're going to lose to the Browns, so I'm going to go Prescott and uh, or uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and the uh, not Prescott, Pickett. Pickett and the Steelers. Curtis, you threw me off. I saw your comment as I was saying that. Uh, Pickett and the Steelers to get the job done. Uh, Chargers and Broncos, pretty much a meaningless game here. Uh, Chargers will rest a lot of guys, I'm sure. Broncos, I mean, they look like they've rested guys all year. Broncos are a two-point favorite. Any I, again? This is another. Oh, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that the Chargers have the fifth spot. Yeah, the Chargers are pretty much locked into their position to the, to, to the fifth spot. Well, no, no. I mean, they could fall to six. That's right. So I don't understand why they're resting all well, this. Is, well, I do. Look at their coaching staff. But uh, well, it, it does. It's not going to make a whole lot of difference to them. They're going on the road, round one. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather play Jacksonville than Cincinnati? No, no, no. They would play the the Bills or the Bengals. That's what I said. Bills going to play either the Patriots or excuse me, Jacksonville. Oh, I got you. No, no, no. The four or five seed. You're right. No, you're right. Why would you rest your players? Take the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, that's a no brainer, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they obviously arrested them because why would Denver be a two point favorite? Right, exactly. This is your uh, Los Angeles coaching staff. I mean, okay, so because Baltimore's ten and six, right? If they win, they're eleven and six. If the Chargers lose, they're ten and seven, so they'll be sixth instead of fifth. Yeah. Now, Baltimore winning is definitely in question. I know, but I don't get this. Well, maybe they think they could go beat them anyway. (laughs) I don't get it. No. I'm picking them anyway. I'll pick the Chargers. Yeah, I think they'll win. <laughs> I think Denver is one of the worst teams of all time. So they played good last week, though, in Kansas City. They really yeah, did. Yeah, but I mean, they're, you know, the Chiefs are. I know. Chiefs are the Chiefs, right? Yep. All right. Big game all of a sudden for the Eagles. Isn't this odd? Huge. The Eagles could, could fall out of the number one seat if they don't win. Um, but for the Giants, it truly is a meaningless game. They are the sixth seed no matter what. Eagles are a 14-point favorite here. What do you think? Well, I, I don't think the Giants are going to play everybody. No. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, 14, too much, too many. Uh, 
I would say that in any pro game, really. Yeah. So, except maybe the next one. So, <laughs> I'm going to go Giants plus 14, but I think the Eagles win. Yeah, Eagles will win this thing, but Giants plus 14. Let's go on here. Cardinals and the 49ers, another one, like meaningless game for the Cardinals, obviously. 49ers still have something to play for here a little bit, for sure. 14-point uh, favorite. Uh, the, the, I mean, the Cardinals have no quarterback whatsoever. Yeah. It should be a blowout. Should be. I think it will be. I'll, I'll go the 14 on this one. Is uh, the, the good bet is, as Russ has mentioned, uh, what's the odds on Kingsbury's this being his last game? Yeah. I, I mean, would I would think they will fire him. I, I would, would say Monday morning he's fired, right? I would think so. I would think so. Too. Yeah. Uh, Curtis is still mad about the 12 team playoff in college football. Uh, it's, hey, you know what? Here's the deal. When you try something new and it's never been done before, things could happen that I don't see coming. And that could be one that he's talking about there. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, we'll I don't see. think you'd be resting your starters, though. You're not guaranteed you're going to get in there. Well, yeah, I think that I think with Curtis says that they're going to rest their starters for their conference championship games. I think the conference champ under the rules that I saw, the conference championship gets an automatic berth. So I think it that makes the conference championship games meaningful. Yeah, um, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I don't see that logic there, Curtis. Yeah. And I I see eye to eye with you on a lot of things, but I don't know that one. Future <laughs> offensive coordinator of Alabama, Cliff Kingsbury, very possible. <laughs> Well, uh, they right. lost their their offensive coordinator. Well, I I, I don't know that, but it's fire, just, that's usually fire. what happens. They go to Alabama. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think uh, Nick Nick may not want him. I would guess he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on. Rams and the Seahawks. Big game for Seattle. Uh, they need to win this, and then they need to hope the Lions beat Green Bay. That's the key there. Uh, Seattle, a six-point favorite here against the Rams. I think they get it done. What about you? I agree. I'm going Seattle plus six. Okay. And then the Cowboys and the Commanders. Cowboys still without outside chance. They're needing a win and then a loss. Uh, the, the Cowboys, a seven-point favorite here against uh, Washington. Well, they should cover. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of points. And I think they may eke that one out. I can see that one be a little closer than seven. I don't know. The commanders are going to play Heineke again, I think, this week. Why they benched him, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go commanders plus seven. I'm going to go. I don't care anything about that game. <laughs> I, I am going to I'll take the Cowboys. I don't know. Like, I, I think I think go ahead. But it's yeah. I, I don't have any confidence in them. All right. And they may win the division. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Yeah. Here's the big one. Yes. If Green Bay, okay, this is going to be at night. This will be the last game of the year, so yep. we're going to know one way or the other. Yeah, it's true. One way, it's very simple. If Green Bay wins, they're in. If the Lions win and the Seahawks lose, the Lions are in. Right. So it could, be, it could be a massive game for both teams, or it could just be a massive game for, or for one team. Yeah. Green Bay, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Let's cover this first. Who do you like in the game? Well, you got to go with the Packers. Um, seasoned, you know, used to this. Is at home, playing extremely well. I got to give them a lot of credit. I really do, and I hate them. 
And it's not just because of this year. I've never liked the Packers. Ever, 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 ever have I liked the Packers. And just haven't. But my hat's off to them. We all had them buried. I think they were four and eight, weren't they? Yeah, they were done. They were done. And they have somehow rallied to win four in a row. They killed Minnesota last week. And that was a fine showing by the Vikings, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lions lost that game in Carolina, I think it was. Um, and, you know, we kept talking about the Lions. They were going to have to win, like, what, eight out of their last nine to make the playoffs. And they're not good enough to do that. And that's hard to do in the NFL, even if you are good. Yep. And they got beat. And it, it's probably going to cost them. I think they're good enough to beat the Packers. I really do. I'm not sure they think they can. So we said this way back. What if it came down to this game for Detroit? Would they be able to beat the Packers? And I think both of us said no. Mm -hmm. So I got to go with Green Bay. And I I think they may even cover. I hope I'm wrong. I'm rooting my butt off for for Detroit. I think the Packers are going to win. I think they're going to cover, like you just kind of alluded to. Now, let me get into this. Green Bay has been that number one seed and has been disappointing. Yep. They slide into the playoffs after everybody pronounces them dead. Let's say they win. Let's just say they win. They're going to get the matchup against most likely San Francisco with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Absolutely. Or they're going to get the matchup against the Vikings, and I'm sorry. I I know Russ watches. He's a huge Vikings fan, but – Green Bay is going to beat them if they play them. I, I that's just my opinion. I agree. I agree. Then they're going to get the matchup against. But if they would win that game, potentially an Eagles team that's kind of stumbled. Mm-hmm. I think the Packers have a shot to they make do. a lot of noise. What do you think? I agree. They're playing great. Um, yeah, no pressure. None. None. So you're the number one seed. You got tons of pressure on you. And here's the other thing about this game. If Seattle wins, Detroit has no chance. No, that yeah, that just did. So if Seattle wins earlier, which I'm going to tell you, I don't think that's a given. It's <laughs> not a given. for whatever reason are playing. No, it's not well. because Seattle's not that good. Yeah, and the Rams are playing well. So. Yeah, so no, that's not a given. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that would mean, you know, Detroit's hopes are over. Now, they don't like the Packers, so they could play their butt off to keep Green Bay out of it. Yeah. You know. So, uh, actually, though, I'll, yeah, because all Green Bay has to do is win the game and yeah. they're in. So, okay. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Curtis says Green Bay is going to be that seventh seed. All the talking heads said no one wants to play them. And then we all remember the roster is awful in the front office, Bill Roger, for most of his career. They went to Philadelphia. Five weeks ago, and they lost by seven. Mm-hmm. And that's the number one seed in their conference. Don't mm-hmm. tell me they don't have a chance. They had a chance. They got a chance because the NFC is weak. I'm telling you, the they best can, teams are the AFC. They played the Bills, who a lot of people think are the best team in the league. They only lost by 10. Mm-hmm. They have a chance. They are not that much different from anybody else that's going to be in that playoff situation. No. Do I think they're going to go to San Francisco and win? Probably not. Do I? Am I going to be surprised in the least bit if they go to San Francisco and win in the playoffs? No, I'm absolutely not. I'm not. It's Aaron Rodgers versus Brock Purdy. That's right. You can't tell me that's not going to come become a factor at some point. 
and it could become a factor right off the bat. Well, I, the, the thing is, it, it, it's not Aaron Rodgers against Brock Purdy, but it's Brock Purdy in a playoff game for the first time. Let's put it that way. Okay. It's not Rodgers against Purdy. It's Purdy in the pressure he's going to be facing in a playoff game for the first time. It's not Aaron Rodgers going to outduel him. It's the Packers can be able to maybe stop him. Yeah. And then if they do win that game and then they go into Philly, Philly's on a bye, right? Yep. Quarterback hasn't played in four weeks. No. You almost beat him the first – you lost 40-33 to 33 yeah. the first time. Naden Hurt's going to play this week. Is he going to play? I don't know if he's going to play. I think week. he is. I don't think they would be 14-point favorites if he wasn't going to play. It's, well, okay. So that's going to help. I have no idea on the injury status there. But still, you got an Eagles team that's never been in this situation. Didn't think they would be in it to start the season. There's still a lot of people not sold on them. Yeah. I do think they're as good an offensive team with Hurts as there is in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They're dynamic offensively. But I think Green Bay does have a legitimate shot. They're red hot. They just weren't playing well early in the season. They've adjusted. Um I do like the 49ers a lot, Curtis. I do. Okay, so here's the deal. I, I Like I said, I have the 49ers picked to go to the Super Bowl, all right? So, yeah. but if I'm San Francisco and my options, I, I know they're not an option, but the, let's say the Giants were an option, Seattle was an option, Detroit was an option, and Green Bay was an option, 100%, I would not, out of those four, Green Bay would be my least likely pick. Like, Give me yeah. any of those teams, and I think it's going to be easy. Give me Green Bay off five straight wins with a Hall of Fame quarterback. I would be nervous. That is a really and, tough first round matchup. And no pressure. There's no pressure on them. None. There's no expectations. Yeah. And I I'm, guarantee you that game will be close. Oh, I think so. Now, again, I think I think San Francisco will win because I do think they have the better team, but. Well, here's another thing, too, and doesn't have anything to do with this game, but the same topic, kind of. You got Dallas right now, as, as of this point, going to Tampa. Tampa Bay is awful. Mm-hmm. They are god-awful. Yep. But do you think Dallas is going to go in there and kill them? I don't think they will. I, I think, think they'll kill them. I think they'll beat them. I don't think they'll kill them. No, I don't either. So let's just do some pretending and, and say that, Green Bay does win that game against mm-hmm. if they play San Francisco and they beat them. The Eagles, obviously, another big test. But if they could, if they could get by the Eagles, they're going to the Super Bowl. I have no doubt they will beat whoever else is left. Well, because probably who'd be left would either be the Giants or Dallas. Well, Dallas, Minnesota, well, the, Tampa. You know, like the only team left probably would be Dallas. And Dallas is better than they are, but yeah. would they beat them if they had to? I don't know. I'm just saying, if you want to take a little flyer on a team with high odds, they're not the worst because their path is a little bit easier. Yeah. You know, where if you're going to take a flyer on a team like the Dolphins or the Patriots, who are going to be the seventh seed in the AFC, forget about it. It's not going to happen. No. Less than, I mean, less than one percent chance on those two teams. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> The AFC's top – I mean, their top teams are better than the NFC top teams. 100%. The Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills are damn good. 
And you can throw the Chargers in there too. If they're playing like they're capable, they're pretty good. They're tough out. Yeah. Yeah. They're a tough out. I mean, there was a time where it looked like the Chiefs may have to play the Chargers first. And obviously that's not going to happen now. But listen, that would have been a really tough game where, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, and even, even, okay, you got eight and eight Tampa and you got eight and eight Jacksonville. They're going to be that fourth seed. Jacksonville's a hell of a lot better than Tampa, right? Oh, yeah. So no the NFC, it, it's it's not great. Now, the Eagles, if Hurts hadn't got hurt, we may have been saying a different story. He may come back, and they'll be fine. They're, they're damn good. The rest of these yeah. teams, you know, San Francisco with a good quarterback, I think would win the whole thing. With the quarterback they've got, it's, it's questionable. After that, anybody can beat anybody in this league. It's not great. No, no. no. Uh, Minnesota's not great. Tampa, Dallas, uh, we'll see. Giants, you know. So, all right, enough rambling. I just think that's exciting. I think I think Green Bay making it makes that game exciting. Where if it's like San Francisco, Seattle, uh, I don't know. San Francisco, oh. Detroit, I don't know. Well, just because it's the Lions, it'll be fun to watch. Well, that's true. If the Lions get in, it'll be a great story. But I don't think the Lions are going to go to San Francisco and win. Is what I'm saying. Um, where Packers might. All right. It's going to be a heck of a weekend. Today. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we keep getting good news uh, on DeMar. And yeah, it's, everybody's up beat today. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? No, I think that's about, uh, about does it. Good did to be back. Watch, did you watch the Smarty Jones? Yeah, I did. What did you think? I thought the horse looked very good. Yeah. Victory formation won the Smarty Jones. Not a great field, but I thought he looked he looked good, and I think he's going to stretch out really well. Now, is he on anybody's fantasy team? He's on mine. Oh, you've got him. All right. Yes. I wonder you liked him. So, well, yeah, but, I mean, I, I went into the draft hoping to get him in the second round, and I did. So He looked um, good. I'm skeptical of his talent level. I don't know if he's like a – I just found another burst and I can kick away from you. I think he's more of, a, I'm going to get out in front of you and hold you off kind of a grinder type, which isn't great, but um, he's also very young and we, we don't really know, but he, three right. races, three wins. We'll take that. And yeah, I think he's, I think victory formation is pretty solid. Uh, we got some really good horses coming up this weekend too. So um, I thought it was interesting that uh, Cox said they were going to probably point him to the rebel yeah. and skip the Southwest. Yeah. 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 Um, Curtis asks, what do you think of Corona Bolt? That's another Cox horse. So I just said, like, with victory formation, I'm not sure about the burst. I'm not sure about the, his ability to kick clear. I think he's going to be tough. Corona Bolt, he's got that kick clear ability. That was really impressive, but it was only a six furlong race. Does he have that kind of ability going long? That's a big question mark. I think his talent level is higher than victory formations. I just don't know about the distance. But you look at the pedigree. Probably should get it. So we'll just have to see how he looks when he when he stretches out. He's got a lot of talent. A lot of talent. And by the way, Brad Cox, he's got a lot of horses with a lot of talent right he, now. He's, uh, he's doing all right. He's uh, pretty solid. He's, <laughs> he's got some runners. Corona Bolt's really good. Jace's Road won uh, the gun runner. He looked pretty good. I don't think he looked as good as Corona Bolt, but he looked good. Um yeah, he's got he's got giant initiatives, a really nice horse. He's got good, good horses. So. He kind of knows what he's doing. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 pretty sharp. 
He's got them all mapped out. I think Jason's Road's going to the Southwest. Uh, I think Corona Bolt is going to the Southwest. Um, and yeah, Victory Formation, like I said, he's going to go um, to the Rebel as yeah. of now. And that's that's tentative. We'll see what happens with those. Well, they, he said he needs to mature a little bit more and, and get bigger, stronger, as those two year olds do. Uh, so, yeah. It's three. Uh, of course, but anyway. well, yeah, three now, but still basically two. Uh, Curtis says he's still 85 to 90 to one. Talk about Corona Bowl, uh, in Vegas, that's worth a flyer, yeah. That kind of price is worth a flyer, yeah, because he's he's really good, I think. All right, we'll see. I bet he stretches out. Maybe the comp date will be next for him coming up in a couple two or three weeks. We'll see. Yep, it's warm, like I said, could be the southwest as well. So, all right. That's it. We're getting out of here. We ran long. I thought we would, though. We had a lot to cover uh, did. today. So, all right. It's good to be back, guys. Uh, sure is. We talked about it. Have a good weekend. Good luck to everybody betting. And uh, we'll see you right back here. We'll be back on Monday to recap everything and kind of look forward to what's – oh, no, Monday's national championship game. It is. So we might be live for that. We'll uh, we'll have plans. So, all, all right. right, guys. See you Monday. Like this is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.